Yo, we are back once again. This is the Wu Tang Podcast. I am Singar Superior. The uh, Almighty AR is on indefinite hiatus, so I had Born King back with me once again uh, to discuss another classic Killer B album that uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys have listened to and have enjoyed over and over again. Uh, Born King, what's good with you? I'm chilling, man. I mean, everything is lovely. I mean, thanks for having me back on the show. I'm just ready to get into it, you feel me? No doubt, no doubt. So let's uh, get into it. So uh, for this episode, you know, the last episode, we focused on a lot of Dog Man's Heist of the Century and everything like that. And toward the end of that episode, I talked about um, another uh, Killer B album, which I guess based on the title of this episode, when you guys will see it, um, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I was kind of holding out on possibly my favorite Killer B album of all time, and that album is Killer Army's Silent Weapons for Quiet, yeah, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, uh, in 19, from 1997. Um, really, I mean, interesting, grimy album. Uh, the production is top notch, of course, with uh, Fourth Disciple and uh, Killer Army, consisting of Fourth Disciple, Knife Prince, Kinetic Nine. Don Pacino, or PR Terrorist, as he was uh, known as then, is Lord, Shogun Assassin, and Killer Sin. So, uh, with that being said, uh, Bourne, uh, what do you remember about this album when it first came out? Oh, man. Uh, what don't I remember about it? Um, once again, um, it was like, see, it was brand new. It was fresh. And once again, all those styles, those different styles were out, and they particularly stood out, especially with the lyrics, you know, out there with the 5% Nation. So by them dropping jewels and, you know, just expressing the culture in the way they did, following up, you know, the uh, original line, it, it, it was a great impact because you didn't hear everybody else saying what they were saying. And then you didn't see like a group of people per se, other than the whoop, but you didn't know that there was going to be like an offspring, a unit, you know what I mean? Kind of like in the fashion of, of the original nine, actually. So when they actually hit with this album, whoever was in tune, you know what I mean? With the movement period, this helped, you know what I mean? Resonate even more, um, understanding. So, yeah, man, I, I remember as soon as we put it in, you know what I'm saying, it was like, of course, everybody quiet. You know what I mean? We listening. You got to absorb it, it, and the energy behind it. You know, it was like mellow and it was dark. Once again, yeah, another dark, dark album. But, you know, was, how can I put it? It, it? it just it just made you aware. I can't I can't really. It's it's just a feeling when you get when you hear something first. You know what I mean? Whether it be good or bad, luckily this was a good thing. You know what I mean? And then it's just like the name itself, Killer Army. You're like, oh, yeah, you got to hear, you know, hear what it's about. And they stuck to the concept, you know, the military, all that. And then at that time, plus, you know what I mean? Like anybody was outside. It wasn't called trap. And then you, you, you <laughs> was just, you know what I mean? You, you was out on the block or whatever. And you was wearing like the the uh, military rain gear or or the army jackets, you know what I'm saying? Thames and things of that nature. 
So once again, it's another album that touched the culture that was alive at that time. It was in tune. So if anybody dressed a certain way and they had that CD or that tape, you know what I mean? It, it was like you felt the part. You didn't feel like they weren't with you. You know what I mean? And with joints like Wake Up or Fair Love and War, you know what I mean? It's, it all just fit with the characteristic of everyday life. But it was given to you from a perspective of mathematics, supreme alphabet, you know what I mean? And, and like I said, it was just different because nobody else was really given that type of energy. Mm. So yeah, it had a great impact, especially because it was very different and it added on to hip hop. You know what I mean? It didn't take away from hip hop, it, it added on. And yeah, you know, if you think about it, um, you know, the, the you know, the, the whole uh I guess aesthetic of Killer Army, the whole military thing, the military ideology through, you know, the weaponry that they're using metaphorically at least, and the title, which is, you know, really, which is a really dope title, as well as, like, the movie samples, right, kind of going away from the Kung Fu samples, uh, focusing on, like, you know, movies like Full Metal Jacket and military-based movies, and, you know, if you just think about the time, you know, it being 97, you know, it, was, it seemed like it was a time where, you know, like, this kind of, it was a more of a military, more of a military aesthetic, if you think about seeing as the War Report from 97, um, you know, if you want to, you know, dig deep in the Wu Tang, you have Bells of War on the on the double CD, and then you have uh, No Limit, the No Limit Soldiers, and they were all, you know, running around as if they were a part of a, you know, military group, also. But um, it's it's interesting with this album because it's it's similar in certain ways to the clan, I guess, like the way that the clan operates, or at least during that time, but then still different. So of course, with the um, with the military ideology, but, um, you know, when it comes to the different personalities in the group, right, I think, um, all of them have their different, uh, you know, certain motives, right, so you have Knife Prince, you know, Knife Prince, of course, being Riz's brother, being kind of like the, you know, kind of like the abbot, right, you know, he has his whole thing, you know, his whole crusade against religion and, and everything like that, then you have Killer Sin, that's pretty much, he just gives you stories from like the street corner or whatever you want to call it, um, and stuff like that, uh, which which makes it really dope. And then at the same time, though, it's like, it, it has this, um, uh, rather, it's a quiet album, like you said, and it has a pretty, you know, kind of like a dense, deep, um, like, sound toward in general, and, you know, it's a grimy, quiet sound, whereas, you know, during the period, again, you have a lot of more polished albums coming out during the time, and, you know, even compared to, you know, Wu-Tang Forever, uh, which is just, you know, um, com- at least compared to Thirsty's Chambers, is a very polished album, and the production in certain points is is much more elaborate compared to um some of the stuff that you that you see on Thirty Six Chambers and even the W, I would say. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean when you look at um let's just say uh when you get in the Wu Renegades. Mm-hmm. The Wu Renegade, just the sound of it, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's hypnotic, you know what I mean? And then you listen and and, it, and it, one thing I want to bring out, and once again, this is not taking anything away from anybody of today, but 
the whole thing is I keep repeating the word listen. You know what I mean? So you're listening to them because you have to hear because it's story forms and story formats. You know what I mean? Then you got the, they got the parcel here where they, where they fucking up a beat. You know what I'm saying? Like they just showing skill. But for the most part, you always get something out of what they have to say. And the 17 songs on there, and, and the mathematics, they ended 17 songs, knowledge God, all being born to build destroyed. So you knowledge God on there, and the last song is named Five Stars. You see what I'm saying? So that's power. You know what I mean? They letting you know right there at the end, they gave it to you. You look at the mathematics, like it's, it's more than just listening to the music, but it's how the setup is. You, you know what I mean? Like they speak to you in different ways, just back in that day particularly. But I'm just saying it was more to an album than just getting on the beat, talking about getting fucked up and you know, fucking hoes and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a reality, but for the most part, that ain't the whole fucking album. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, you got something out of this album, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah, it's well polished. Just it just just in that uh, in that area of hip-hop as uh, the nine, because you got stories and you get something out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was well, it was well planned out. I mean, one thing built, it, it, it's like it builds up. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. I think it does build up, and uh, the the production on here too. I mean, I I think that when it, I think the um, the two main drivers of this album is the fact that it, that they didn't have features, and the fact that. Um, and the fact that they had like such like really put together production that for for real like I really can't even like some of these beats I can't really like imagine other like other people like you know rapping on it or or, or like some of these beats being on someone else's album because it just seems like they're just so crafted to um to everyone's style particularly I would say um PR terrorist and um who is now Don Pacino and uh and in uh, Knife Prince especially. Um, you know, with Knife Prince's, you know, kind of uncanny, uncanny style over a beat, for, but for whatever reason, you know, it just fits so well on um, on these particular beats that Fourth Disciple uh, cooked up. And, uh, you know, we always talk about this all, like off air, or, you know, just in regular conversation of how much features can kill an album. And I, um, I think, yeah, so they had well, Wake on Wake Up, they had uh, Sons of Man on there, and then they had uh, uh, Master Killer on, um, I think the very last, the very last, uh, the very last song, I should say. Yeah, which was, what was the name of that song? Oh, Five Stars, there you go, as you just say. Yeah, so, and, you know, those, they were like just perfect, like, you know, perfect, like, you know, decor for the album because, you know, and it maybe it it, it could have it, it, it's to their um detriment. You know, after a while, when you think about the other albums that they come out with, but like they they all move together in a way, right? Like you have these little pockets and different stories and everything like that that they're saying, but it's like all of them together, right? Like you know, it's not you know I don't think uh, Killer Sin necessarily stands out on Burning Season or whatever like that, or that or that Knife Print stands out on um on Wake Up or something like that. 
they all kind of were on the same level. Right, right, right. They working together as the same unit, you know what I mean? Uh, I got you. Yeah. Because um, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, there weren't, like, any kind of, like, solo songs or anything like that. I mean... I think the closest you get to a solo song will probably be Seems and Never Fail, and that and that's Is Lord and um and Ninth Prince. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I mean, but if let's let's get into like what the album represents, though, because you know everything has a has a meaning. It, Killer Army, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. It's a reason for all that. You know what I mean? Like, what are you getting out of this album? And what would be the job of Killer Army? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has their thing that they do. You know what I'm saying? It's a specialty. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So what would they specialize in? You know what I mean? Because you hear Killer Army, you see, the, you see the dress code, but for the most part, you don't hear nothing about, like, a whole bunch of guns and running up on people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's something more deeper than the physical world with this album. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a spiritual album. Actually, I hate to say it like that, but that's just to, for the lack of better words. You know what I mean? So just to get people to understand, like it, it's something that helps you see beyond the physical. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. Well, you have. Uh, and actually, I'm wrong. Burning season. That that that's a. I think that yeah. That that's a killer sin solo. I believe. But. uh yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I see what you're saying. Like, maybe not exactly like spiritual per se, but like, um, like esoteric or something like that. Because yeah, a cult, yeah, like an occult type version. You know what I mean? Hip hop version of the occult. Yeah, like um, you know, like you know, burning season, killer sin. You know, operating on the corner, or whatever, like that. And then you can go into like wake up right when they just get mad, esoteric, and you know, prodigal son at the end and everything like that. Uh, and you know, knife prints, um, and everything like that. But especially, um, especially on that album, yeah, and like and it's, it's sprinkled all throughout. So yeah, like that kind of esoteric um, element is sprinkled all throughout the album. And so yeah, they they find a perfect balance between, uh, you know, between doing that kind of stuff. I think you know even more so than you know Wu Tang, um, a particular Wu Tang album because. I'll say to me, like when it comes to a lot of like the spiritual things that people think Wu Tang, like you know Wu Tang stands for, which is true. A lot of that stuff comes from RZA, and then when it comes from other people, like Massacre, of course. But like you kind of mainly hear that stuff through interviews, right? Because a lot of this stuff is like their story, like you know these elaborate street stories in many in many respects, especially on Thirty Six Chambers. Bitch. Hey y'all, before we get back into this episode, I know it's been a while. I need to let you guys know about a new podcast. It's called the Hip Hop Classics Podcast, and it's hosted by my man, Matt Fish. Every episode, Matt takes a deep dive into some of the most classic albums in hip hop, ranging from Wu-Tang's 36 Chambers to Dr. Dre's The Chronic. I had the opportunity to be on uh, Matt's show talking about 36 Chambers. I had a good time. So with that being said, I'll have Matt take it away from here to let you guys know more about the show. 
Hi, this is Matt Fish, inviting you to check out my brand new show, The Hip Hop Classics Podcast. Each week, we're going to take a deep dive into one of the greatest records the genre has ever produced and talk about why it's so significant to the music as well as the culture. From East Coast to West Coast, G-Funk to Hardcore, and everything in between, we're going to cover it all. So join me, won't you? Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. It's The Hip Hop Classics Podcast, the new music show that you don't want to miss. Bitch! Mm-hmm. Well, all right. If you take it in that direction, um, all of it, in one way, if you look at it from, let's just say, once again, the occult view of anything dealing with uh, numerology because of the mathematics, right? So you're dealing with gods, A alike, B alike, C alike. And Killer Army, you know what I mean? They all are alike. Same mind, right? Mm. Same drive, same struggle. But when you look at it esoterically, like you said, or we go, we we put the occult glasses on. <clears throat> we see that you know what I mean they had a struggle with the material world, but the world that they're in is a trap because of the devil. You feel me? We know who the devil is, not the one with the pitchfork, you know, with the horns or nothing. We talking about true and living devil. So we're talking about the system of capitalism. So at the end of the day, it's like from the perspective of the street and having knowledge itself, you understand what's going on. A lot of people around you not woke, but you understand how you got to eat. So whatever you got to do to eat day by day, knowing that you have knowledge itself, but sometimes it's a contradiction in life when you had knowledge yourself or certain situations put you in a position, you know what I mean? So forth and so on. So, I mean, it's just, you know, with the expression of hell, you know what I mean? And then you got religion and how that has people in a certain mind frame. It's like they say, religion is the opening of the people. You know what I mean? People gone. So you got people that need to be woke up as that song number eight, Wake Up, you know what I mean? Which is Build or Destroy. So, because of everything that's going on, and they see, you know what I'm saying, each album that come out of the, out of the clan period is for the process of awakening somebody. There's going to be some way something going to resonate with something. It's a, it's a jewel in there somewhere. It's a seed that's going to be planted. Right. Going, you know what I mean? Grow through time, you know what I mean? So I think that's what you get out of all of them. But this one, I think it just takes everything to a deeper level, like where the sons of man, you know what I mean? Or a grave diggers. So Killer Army would be like that bridge between, you know, the, the bridging of the gap between those two worlds. Like before you get into a grave diggers or as you go into like a grave diggers or sons of man, you 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 going with this killer army like this is the introduction into a deeper uh, into a deeper vision now. Mm-hmm. That's just the way I see it though. You know what I mean? I mean, I, yeah. Well, I I think that's a really good point the way you put it that um, killer army is kind of kind of a bridge between like the clan and son and sons of man like that that again that balance because you know sons of man and killer priests are like the I don't know like the the distilled version of like the clan without like you know the elaborate street stories, and, and many and certain, especially Killer Priest. Yeah, 
But um, but yeah. But so Killer yeah, so Creek does he does have those elaborate street stories. You know what I'm saying? I like mean, that first album. No, well, I mean, the sound of the stack. That oh, well, yeah, he does. <laughs> but th- put it this way, like, how like you don't you don't get that many of them though throughout that album, right? Like you have um, come on, yo. I mean, like he like he the niggas doing like spoken word poetry. Um, you know, with with a didgeridoo in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but I mean, I'm just keeping it one hundred with you, like. It's just the way that they they um, choose to express what they see this physical world as being. So whether they're going to give it to you from an ancient point of view or they're going to give it to you from a modern-day point of view, you know what I'm saying, or somewhere in between. And I don't like, like I said, once again, I like to use the word spiritual, but for the lack of better words. So if you want to take it to a different dimension and ascend past this and get into, like, the real you know, um, essence of it all. You know, like I said, it's, it's how the, it, it's it's the information that they're using. You know what I mean? Whether it be mathematics or you know, like you go into plus degrees and or you, you shit, you might even do something, say, say something about something that Dave, David Ike said or you know Jordan Maxwell. Like it's 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 deep. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just all the expression of this this physical world. And knowing that is hell, you know what I'm saying? Like, Killer Priest did Bible. You know what I mean? And he was saying basically how the contradiction comes in when you start believing in, um, you know, uh, like, step on a crack, break your mother's back type situation. You know what I mean? And he broke it down, basic instructions before leaving Earth. So, you know, just... It's just how I think it's all expressed given the information structure that they choose to uh present it from Mm -hmm. now let's um let's talk about uh favorite songs uh what's one well what what are some of your favorite songs off this album uh well i ain't gonna lie to you my number one is uh wake up Mm. it's the energy on that and the and you know, the darkness of it all and, and just the way they all collaborated on there. Like, like you said, like no one person really like outshines anybody. Like it's just, it's very well put together. It shows a type of unity and that wake up song. It's like, they really trying to get you to see something different and they want you to, you know, shake, shake off the bullshit that you are already dealing with or at least try to, you know, hear and listen in a different way and see something different. So that's mm. why I fuck with that one. Ooh, Renegades, that's ill. I fuck with that as well. It's, it's, it's low vibe, you know what I'm saying? But the whole situation with it is strong. Um, each person represented their, they, they did their thing, they represented their own situation. Like, see, that's the, that's the thing about it. Like, it's the cohesiveness on all the songs, actually, you know what I mean? So if you want to be technical, everything that they put together on each song to me is perfect. Now, if I have to go by why I like it, you know what I'm saying, or why it's my favorite, the only thing I can really express is basically like, or it's really the track. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's the ones that stand out that have more energy are the ones that I really, you know what I'm saying, like, 
you really hear me like um, speak about, but as a whole, listening from from one to seventeen, I don't really skip through it. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm. Like, I, I just be listening. You know what I'm saying. So it's it's um like I said, the more en- energetic ones. But as a whole, like the whole shit is, is dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I think uh, I think Wake Up is yeah, probably the the standout track from this album, and I think that um, well, I mean, I guess I would say because of Prodigal Sons verse too, but uh, I think another reason why I mean it stands out is because of, like the, just the energy factor. It's like it's like the most hype, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, song off the album, and it comes in the middle. So you know, when you when you uh, when you're listening to it all the way through, it's really noticeable. Um. But I think, and then you know, even like with uh, with Wake Up, you know, like the other, like the first Sons of uh, Sons of Man Killer Army collaboration was uh, Soldiers of Darkness, which uh, I think came out like on a on like as a single, like A B side type shit or whatever like that. Um, some years before this, and I always go in between like those two songs, like which ones I like, which one I like better. But um, I don't know. I think it just depends on on the way like the wind's blowing or where the, the yeah, direction the wind is blowing or whatever like that when it comes to which one I like better. But uh, I also like uh, seems and never it seems seems and never fails with uh, Is Lord and Ninth Prince. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, Is Lord is is is, is rather dope, and you know, it's, this is like the only um, like the only verse that we get from him outside of you know like some course like courses that hooks that he does on the album and and everything like that. But you know what though? That seems it never fails. That's mm-hmm. a, that's another song though that he says it seems it never fails that the devil, you know what I'm saying? They expressed about the devil, the evils, you feel me? So it's like the struggle. All of them, they have the same struggle, you know, you know what I mean? And, and it's not nothing that none of us can't relate to in some type of way. If you question religion or anything of that nature, like, they gonna drop a jewel. You gonna resonate off something off of this shit. So, yeah, that's a good one though. Yeah, I agree. Now, how do you feel about Burning Season with uh, Killer Sin as the only the only uh, person who appears on it? Oh, and with uh, well, with Knife Prince on the chorus, but verse wise. Yeah, dope. I mean, that's hey, that's Killer Sin. Like you said, you gonna have to do a segment on him alone. You know what I mean? Cause I don't really think that he get his his shine. Like, yo, gotta do. He gotta get that one solid album out at least, or something. You know what I mean? Something. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard somewhere that uh, see he's supposedly working on an on an album or was. I don't I don't know the situation at this point, of course. But yeah, hopefully, yeah, we get a, a Killer Sin album uh, sooner or later. But yeah, um, but yeah. So with that being said, any final comments or anything like that about uh, Killer Army, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars? All right. Well, what is the Silent Weapon and what is the Quiet War? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I said, this is like a different view. You know what I'm saying? How you see this world, where they trying to get you to go past what you see every day. They want to give you an understanding, a clear perception, you know what I'm saying, of what reality is and not what it appears to be. So 
you know, the silent weapon in the quiet war. was the quiet war. Shit was the invisible government. You understand what I'm saying now? So it's like, with this, they try to help you see, you know what I mean, what's the solid weapon. That's knowledge, you know what I mean? But you can also take that in different ways. But I'm just saying from this from this version, with the quiet war, it's the battle in the sky, the battle with the minds, because all this shit is mental. You know what I mean? So they're telling you to wake the fuck up based on the shit that's fucking everything up right now, which is a misunderstanding. They got a song on here, which is number seven, which is God, but it's called Love Hella Right. The Love Hella Right degree, right? You either love hell or you're going to get this shit right. So they're telling you to wake up. You understand what I'm saying now? So it's like you got to get knowledge yourself. You know what I mean? And then you form like a unit. And you can be out here and you can win the battle with your A alike because y'all all be alike because y'all all see the same thing alike. You feel me now? Well, that's that's what that represents to me. That's why I fuck with the album. That's why I fuck with Imperial. I know what it represents.